0: this is going on are
1: we walking or already or are we still standing there like bantering with these people um i think i think after the you know that last little bit um he walks off and allows y'all into the building
0: all right i'm gonna make eye contact with weaver to try and see if she thinks we are headed the correct direction like is the way we want to go generally
2: if i uh i can't pull out the map. Can I have, I, gonna have I'm going to say I memorized it. So yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what this building looks like. We don't have a diagram. <laughs> I don't know where we're walking. I don't know.
1: <laughs> After you walk into the building, if you wanted to, you could do um you could roll one of your actions to see if it's, um, you know, if you can compare the visual stuff around you to your mental notes and kind of figure out where you're going.
2: Okay. And we're accompanied, right?
1: Yes. Um, as you walk through the door, uh, the two people on the side say, um, S- sorry about him. He's he's kind of a hard-ass. Um, you could just call me Red, I guess? And, um, the lady on the other side says, yeah, you can call me blue. That should be easy.
2: Okay, so that would be what? A survey? Um,
1: to see if we're going the right direction? Yes. Yeah, survey a location or situation. Understand what's going on. Gather information. Yeah.
2: What am I putting in?
1: Um, it's probably a risky standard right now. They're they're definitely watching y'all for any signs that something is fishy.
2: Did we say why we were here? I had, I got up when that was all going down.
1: Uh I think Riley said we're here to No, it was it was um smoke. He said y'all were there to do contract work because some folks what got injured recently and this place was shorthanded. Okay. Six dang very nice yeah um so luckily when you were shown the map of this place uh like the area directly in front of you when you were staring at it was the area you just came through so Mm -hmm. you're pretty easily able to consult your mental map and kind of figure out where everything is um you know there's still those question mark rooms but um the room that, uh, Miss Coldwater is in is probably about halfway down the hall. Um, you can also tell that because there's like three guards posted up out front of her door and, um, they are armored and well-armed. Um, the door is also like reinforced, uh, from what you can tell, Um, And then, like, down the hallway, um, like, say her office is is about halfway down and to the right, if you go all the way to the end of the hallway and theoretically take a left and then question mark, you can get to the records room, which is where all of the records are. Cool. Surprisingly.
2: Okay, so I'm going to, like, casually nod in the direction of the guards to the people that are with me and then I'm going to ask Red if she can show me where the records room is because that's where I've been assigned please come with me
3: <laughs> okay, there's more, yeah, there's more actually of both that, of you to... okay.
4: go on, do your thing
0: <laughs> I mean I can I can I will probably succeed our cover will be instantly blown and <laughs> should we let things play out a little bit first is what I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm happy to go just murder circus on these people, that's fine. But I feel like we should probably figure a few more things out first.
1: So when you mention the records room, Red kinda winces and says, Ooh, did you did you piss somebody off? Like nobody wants to work at records. It's boring.
0: Well, we're here. It's
3: not.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can, I can lead you there. You should, You have the right clearance and everything, right? That door is. You'll. You. You probably know. It's fine. Um. Anybody else in your this group need to go to the records room, or is it just you?
4: Me too. Oh, shit. I was really hoping okay. to get Thorne to get me on Ghost
0: Duty. No. What? No. <laughs> All of my ghost contact from here on out in this series is going to be completely incidental. I'm not going looking. For ghosts.
1: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Red leads you off down a hallway and um before too long you get to the end of it, you make a left and um y'all are out of sight from the other half of the the group. Um So, uh crow and smoke um, Blue looks over at you both and says, "Right, so um, is there where 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 are you all assigned?
4: Uh, we we're assigned uh over this direction. Uh, up and I try.
3: Sorry, go ahead Like you know, like gesturing like up, up top, like you know, like hey, we gotta go see the person, you know."
4: Yeah, up.
3: Uh? Huh? I'm like standing where they can't see, like trying to pantomime, like, we have to go to the boss.
4: Yeah, we're going to see the boss because we have... Like, and then (laughs) girl waits for Smoke (laughs) to pantomime something.
1: (laughs) Because we have... birds? (laughs) (laughs)
4: We have information, uh, knowledge, birds. Wait, what do we got? Go ahead.
3: Uh We're stenographer. But I, we operate as stenographers. Uh, you know the uh, the the markets and the running of all the affairs. You know the are the they're dictated and we write we take notes and then. Oftentimes, you know, one of us has to run off and hand the notes off to other people and then it's all, it's, it's, it's all, it
1: sounds very boring, but it's very important. Uh-huh. Well, I don't have clearance to get in, in through that door. Um. If you want to wait, he- well, hmm, I'm supposed to be with you. If you want to Come with me. We can go talk to those guards and see if they are expecting you, if if the boss is expecting you. And if so, then, you know, you can you can start doing whatever it is your thing is that you do. Um and then if not, we'll um, we'll, we'll we'll discuss things then.
4: That sounds great. It's thrilling to be a stenographer.
1: I don't even know what, a st- what that is, but I mean, I think it's probably that thing y'all just said, but.
4: Yeah, it's really exciting. Okay. All these jobs gonna... sound boring. What?
1: Hmm? Blue is just looking at you and saying like, all these jobs sound really boring.
4: They are. Nothing. nothing... You have the most interesting job.
1: Which is sad because you'd think with people dealing with money all day that, like, it would be interesting and they would be buying stuff. But, like, the people who have money never buy anything.
4: That's the secret, right? They just, they all have their little money vaults. That's all they really care about.
1: It's so, I hate it. Anyway, right this way. And, uh, leads you off towards the front door. There we go. Um, yeah, leads you to the the door with the three, uh, very well-armed guards. Um, and, like, the panic room door.
0: <laughs> that is categorically untrue thorn is easily far and away the least charismatic person in this group
4: yeah i mean bram has a tune and command
1: so do we want to resolve the stuff with here or go over to the records room for now what would y'all prefer
4: unless david do you have an idea
1: (laughs) no no let let us flounder a little bit okay (laughs) um so, yeah, I think what I think what happens here is there's um it's like partially spoken and partially like hand signs just really quickly um and then like the guards look at each other and you see them take like a half step forward and like put their hands nearer to where their weapons are um and then uh oh wait, hold on. You put something in chat.
4: And then, and then Bram starts doing a ritual.
1: You can study an occult ritual or create a new one to summon a supernatural effect or being. You begin with one ritual I already learned. What's my ritual? What's your ritual?
4: My ritual is to, uh,
1: fuck. I gotta look up rituals now in the book.
4: Yeah, because I don't. I don't like like R- <laughs> angry <ritual>. <laughs> It's not. It's not a ritual. But like. Uh... <laughs> Perfect compel once would be my perfect command command once. I don't know. Let's see what we can do for rituals. Oh I lowered this
1: page two twenty-two.
4: All of my screens are tiny again.
1: Ooh. Okay. Nice. Um do you have the rule book and PDF in front of you?
4: I am getting it up. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay, so under ritual questions, um, We have some questions we ask back and forth so start off for number one uh what does the ritual do and how is it weird
4: um i i I do (laughs) listen peanut gallery i do like the idea of um of like perfect compel once or what was what is the word actually it's not compel perfect command once
1: okay and how is it weird?
4: I think like my eyes glow or like I got like a like a like a spectral crown over my head or something like that's pretty weird, right?
1: Sounds weird. All right, so for number 2, there's a question you have to ask me.
4: What must I do to perform the ritual and what is its price?
1: Let's see. It says ritual takes at least one downtime activity to perform and inflicts stress according to magnitude. Performance of the ritual is dangerous or troublesome in some way. It requires an action role. Ritual may also have additional costs, such as a sacrifice rare item, the start of a dire progress clock, etc.
4: Oh my god, this is the perfect, perfect skill for uh, for Bram. This is.
1: Mike, do you have a
3: coupon?
4: (laughs) (laughs) But you, you have to answer this, not me, right? Yeah. Um,. Just, i'm a flush with ideas this is awesome
1: so on top of the fact that it's it's normally um a downtime activity or whatever and you've got the normal stress, i think um doing this will either start or tick a clock i'm trying to th- i'm thinking it might be like a I'm thinking it might be like a it's either a four or a six. Uh, we can figure that out between us but basically um, it's just called like borrowed power and once that is filled up um, the debt you owe is uh, collected
4: it's just straight comeuppance yeah Uh,
1: so downtime activity Uh,
4: quote mark super hard (laughs)
1: What for perfect command.
0: These guards are probably class traders, Mike. We can get them.
1: I think it's gonna be a three stress since it's gonna be like I mean a perfect roll, so it's like a guaranteed thing. Um and yeah. One tick on what do you think? Four or six segments, Mike?
4: Um, it depends like uh I I think six because it's not like it's not that exciting. Uh, exciting is the wrong word, right? Like, um, with a couple more pips in command, it's like a normal thing. It's like a shortcut to power.
1: Yeah,
3: shortcuts never have consequences, especially oh, sure. when it's
4: to power.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the quick easy path is the correct one, right? Ooh, give me a dark
4: side tip.
1: And finally. For question number three, what new belief or fear does knowledge of this ritual and its attendant occult forces instill in you?
4: New belief or fear is in all I
1: I don't
3: think we've ever encountered Crow feeling worried about consequences before.
4: <laughs> yeah, consequences aren't gonna like, factor in here. This is just plays more into Crow's delusion that he's God.
3: Hmm. <laughs>
0: Knowing how to do this reinforces your god complex. Yeah, that feels crow,
4: right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, not necessarily in a good way. But like,
4: you this know, is gonna. Not all be... my characters can be likable.
1: This is gonna be fun. So for this ritual, if you want to have done it during previous downtime, it's gonna cost. It's gonna be at the the coin for the downtime action. It's going to be too stressed to have performed this ritual because it's pretty involved on top of the three stress you get from doing the ritual normally. Perfect. So just have that in mind.
4: So I believe that puts me at not quite stressed out.
1: Um, well... Don't do it just yet. We're going to go to the, the records room, and then when we come back, if this is a thing you want to do, we have put the gun on the table, and, you know, you can fire it. Um, so those of you in the records room, uh, you are led into the records room. <laughs> um, so yes, Weaver and and Fang. Um, it's a bit of a a winding series of corridors you go down. Which seems weird, like it's... You're you're pretty sure with the amount of, of, of distance you've traveled, it, it would put you somewhere like in the neighboring block and not in the same building. But you are eventually brought to the records room. Uh, the door is um, locked. And uh, there's there's something on the wall it's it says records room, and then right underneath it there is this coppery looking plate on the wall um with like some smears on it and a, a, a spike sticking up in the middle of it so red leads you to the door and says Right. So I don't have um, clearance to go in there. Like I can't open the door. Um, but I'm still going to accompany you. So you know, one of you do the thing.
2: Is there a place? Uh, is there a place for the rectangle card? I mean, I'm a contract worker. I don't know about their specific system. I'm going to knock on the door, I guess. I've never worked here before. I've worked in records before.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to play dumb. Like, I know what has to happen, but we can't do it, so sure. I'm not going to worry about it.
1: Red is trying to stifle a laugh. Um <laughs> right. says, oh my god, they sent you over here to work the records room, and they didn't even tell you how to get into the records room.
2: No, they don't talk to us much.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, you see, you see that that sign right there that says records room. Mhm. You see that very friendly wall decoration right underneath it. Mhm. Uh huh. You gotta. You gotta. You, just, you get your hand and you just and you you just gotta just gotta poke it. Um, but well, you gotta. And then, and then, and then, and then, while it's there, you you open the door.
2: So, is blood going to be involved in this? Is that what I'm gathering?
1: Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Uh, does she have a thing about blood? Like, is she going to pass out if I do this?
1: The uh, one way to find out.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean,
0: are, is it just the two of us and her? Yes. If she doesn't pass out from the blood, she's probably going to pass out from the chokehold. So. <laughs>
1: Which came first, the blood nausea or the chokehold? You know, it's it's the tale as old as time.
2: I'll do the thing. What could go wrong?
0: If it doesn't look like it's working, Red immediately goes to sleep. sleeper <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why is this the way you get into the records room? Don't people have to go in here every day?
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's just a it's just a once it's just a once thing.
2: Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Just to be sure I'm a person.
1: I guess. Um, Also, so there's like a record of who's come and gone. Hmm. It's, it's, I've I've heard some people call it the room of recording and not just a records room. And I don't know. I thought they were being weird, but anyway, I'm going to look slightly over this way while you do the thing.
0: (laughs) So... I'll make eye contact with Weaver and she, I don't know how much, how much Weaver knows of our bird call system. Uh, <laughs> but the other option is we can choke out Red and then use her hand. His hands.
1: Sorry. I missed the. Trigger. I think Red is a guy and Blue's a lady. I probably got those mixed up several times. So let's just say Red's a guy.
2: Yeah. I've just been going okay. neutral. Um, Okay. I feel all like right. I could. I feel like I could gather that from you being like, <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> when she turns her head, you're just like,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like as she turns her like, their head, and then, yeah, or red. I'll I'll
1: check out. I'll check out red. Okay. Um, they're not expecting it, but they are like geared to protect themselves, kind of all over. So this will probably be risky okay risky standard um hmm yeah risky standard um i'm assuming you're gonna do like a skirmish to to grapple
0: that made the most sense to me unless you've got something else that makes sense
1: no that works for me all
0: right um i'm gonna go ahead and use my special armor to push myself okay is in, in a fight it says it's in a fight so battleborn is in a fight so i don't know if this counts as in a f- i think this is
1: the initiation of a fight so that counts okay
2: but you uh. like assistance
1: what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> one two two Ah. Uh.
0: god Red! i was trying to let you live damn I was trying to let you live red and now you can't i'm sorry
1: um. Okay. So, have you seen Peaky Blinders?
0: No. Okay. Some, but not very really
1: Okay. So the gang got its name because what they do is when they're getting in fights with people, they have those those um the little paperboy caps or whatever, mm-hmm. and they have razor blades hidden in the brim of them that they use to cut out people's eyes. Um, oh. Okay. So, uh, somewhat similar to that, this armor has uh. Like, it seems like regular clothes, but when you get in close to do the grapple thing, uh, you realize very quickly that there are hidden blades in this thing. Somehow thin, but still really sharp. Okay. Um, so what's going to happen is, um, almost like a porcupine trying to defend itself, uh, Red is going to, like, bend funny in your grasp. Uh, Mm -hmm. cut the shit out of you, and then, um, push away with, uh, with, like, his legs as hard as he can, and just start screaming for backup. Um, so, you're gonna have the, um, Red gets loose, screams for backup, and you're gonna have a, probably, I'm gonna say a level two harm, uh, like shredded or or ribbonsed or something.
0: Okay. Um, I would like to resist basically all of that. Um, okay. In order, I would like to go with red getting away and screaming. For, okay.
1: If that's okay. That's totally fine. Uh, that seems like it's going to be a prowess resist since it's um. You know the result of a, a altercation beginning. Yep.
0: Okay.
1: Two so two four two. two. So you take two stress.
0: Two stress. All right. Um. Yeah. I want to keep a hold and like somehow have some way of keeping him from screaming. Like I just I don't want him to. Yeah. To actually call the guard. I
1: don't think his mouth is armored, so you like. Okay. You know, in spite of the prickliness, you can hand over the mouth.
0: Alright. Um I will then attempt to resist the uh damage. Okay. Once here. Jesus. Okay. Four,
1: two, two, one. So another two stress. Oof. Yeah, yeah. getting
0: pretty close. Yeah. yeah, I already used my special good, good call. That's um and then to one. I'm just gonna go ahead and use regular armor. I'm gonna go ahead and use my armor here. Two of my Two of my load to armor up against... I'm wearing some sort of... Uh, some sort of heavy jerkin or something under mm-hmm. this thing that like absorbs some of the, the okay. prickliness.
1: Yeah, I think part of the thing is with these blades that are in the armor, um, they're designed you know, specifically to hit flesh. So if there's something a little bit more durable mm-hmm. than that, it's not going to work as well. Because these are basically... Um just really long razor blades, so they have a lot of flex to mm-hmm. them, so um it kind of ends up just bunching them up or deflecting them a little bit. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you didn't take um didn't take any any harm from it. It is a very stressful situation based on um how how uh, sure. active things have suddenly become um and uh so yeah Weaver this this all kind of... Uh, broke down really quickly. Uh, What are you doing when you see all this happening?
2: I mean, it's been handled, right?
3: Well,
0: (laughs) I mean, it's being handled. I don't know.
3: The lock hasn't been handled yet.
0: Oh that's okay. Now that True, the case we have... me, we're using his blood. Right. Unless you really want to do it.
2: No, I don't really want to do it, because then they have a record of me being in this room. So what state is Red in at this point? I'm sorry.
1: Um grappled but um very much alive and very angry. Like like a wasp under a glass. That
0: glass being me.
1: Mm-hmm. bonking around trying to find a way out to sting. Are
2: Are we killing Red?
0: I wasn't planning on it initially, but the whole blades and the shirt thing is making me reconsider pretty much. Red is becoming more trouble to keep alive than he's worth.
2: Okay. Because I, ha- I haven't looked up to see what this does yet. I have a vial of slumber essence. I'm wondering if I could force feed Red. While they're they're pinned. I mean, you could still kill them if you want to, but this would at least subdue (laughs) them. (laughs) Oh, God. I love you. (laughs) That wouldn't be on me, at least.
1: (laughs) You really wanted to. A dose of slumber essence sufficient to put someone to sleep for an hour. The victim's sleep isn't supernatural, but it is deep. They can be roused with some effort.
3: I mean, if you feel... If you feel like you're going to lose sleep over this, just take some more of it yourself.
2: (laughs) It's just a vial of melatonin. Okay, I'm going to see if I can force feed this to red while they're pinned under.
1: (laughs) Okay, so the fun part about force feeding someone Uh. is that mouth is going to have to be free for at least a, a, a quick second. Oh right. So no no, you can you can definitely do it, but I'm just establishing in fiction what the consequences will be if you fail.
2: If I fail. What do I think the odds of me failing are? Pretty high. Pretty high.
0: What, what's your what's your action set look like here? Like a newborn baby, just only the point she started with. <laughs> yeah. <point> <laughs> You got a dot in Prowl. It's or, it's fine. No,
2: we're fucked.
0: <laughs> this is not gonna work. Um, you're gonna have one in Hunt so you can throw it from across the room. <laughs> that would be to uh,
2: so their open mouth. Just...
4: <laughs> that's a pretty badass, though.
1: <laughs> it would. It'd never work. Call it like a Cheeto and hope instinct takes over. Ah. Actually, I mean, this person is restrained, so like. If you want to force feed them this thing, really, it is a f- thing that you can do. Okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to, you know, honor where y'all are mechanically. Yeah,
2: no, because my next thought was, you know, technically, if I pour it up his nose, it would go
1: down. <laughs> God. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay.
2: Yeah, we'll just
0: we'll just flip him over. Right. And they'll pour it down his nose. They'll plug up his nose and turn him back
1: over. So... You're going to neti pot your captive guard with sleep, sleep juice?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to do any of this, but here we go. Okay, I'm going to try and put him to sleep.
1: Okay, is this a shove it in the mouth or do the gross neti pot thing?
2: No, we're just going to put it in, in his mouth
1: since... Okay. You know. oh, <laughs> um, neti
2: pots aren't that bad.
1: Yeah, until your brain parasites. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, so you, I mean, okay, so you've you've used your vial, and this mm-hmm. red falls into a slumber. You now have a a much more compliant guard.
2: So I'm gonna suggest we tie them up and gag, because. When we slam his hand into this wall spike, well, we don't know what's going to happen with that. We,
0: we could also try using one of the razor blades, so it's slightly less painful potentially. That's, that's true. But yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, we needs restraints and <laughs> take some precautions.
1: What is <laughs> happening? Um, do any of you have restraints or? Gags.
2: I have gears. Yeah. I don't have memorized what's in the gears.
0: We have both uh, burglary gear and subterfuge supplies available. Surely somewhere in there, there's a big cloth we can wad up and a length of rope.
1: Uh, it looks like climbing gear has ropes of different sizes and. Hmm. A pouch of chalk dust, which you could I guess put in somebody's mouth and then put rope over. Yeah.
2: Or just like, I'm wearing a jacket.
1: Here, eat my entire jacket.
2: No. You can you can tear fabric. You can even cut fabric sometimes.
0: I mean he's also wearing clothes.
2: Yes, that too.
1: <laughs> okay. Are you are you trying to disrobe the sleeping guard? No. Okay. Are you going to...
2: Just gonna like... Well, we have razor blades, right? Mm-hmm. Just gonna like cut a piece off a sleeve.
1: Oh god, you said cut a piece and I did not think you were going for sleeve. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm not the horrible not person you have
2: envisioned. This.
0: We have not established Weaver as a murderous psychopath. That's yet. fair. That's, that's fair.
1: That's very fair. Very important <laughs> and... I just thought we were. We haven't yeah. established Weaver as anything yet. Yeah, so. I just, I was like, oh shit, we're diving way into the deep end of the pool here immediately. Okay.
0: We've established Weaver as the one with the map and the and the
1: sleep potion. So yeah, <laughs> that's like mildly professional for us. <laughs> Weaver is the the ghost playthrough of Dishonored right now. Okay, so you uh are you cutting up your sleeve?
2: No, we'll we'll go for his.
1: Okay. You you have sleeve you know, uh uh quick time skip, you have cut enough clothes to make a gag.
2: Okay. Let's activate the door thingy.
1: Unless
2: you want to cut to some of you.
1: Okay. Um. Are y'all restraining him, or just gonna keep holding on to him? Like, we have the gag thing. I just want to know about the limbs. Oh
0: no, we're absolutely gonna time up. Okay. I will spend my points on climbing gear if I have to.
1: Okay.
0: Use restraints. Okay. Actually, I don't have to do that. I have manacles. Ah, fuck this! Fuck this guy. I have free manacles. That's right, Gordon. Free manacles. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna gag him. We're gonna slap some manacles
1: on him. They need then... you, Gordon, in the records room. <laughs> and you're going to slam his hand onto the spike. Is that the next step?
2: Well, you know, whatever force it takes to. Yeah.
1: I, I'm just. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm going to very slowly lower him onto the spike while looking him <laughs> in his eyes. No, just like, whatever. yeah, we're, we're
2: on... A, we're, we're just trying to get through the door.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're just two violent revolutionaries trying to get through a door. They're just trying to open the door, Aaron. Why do you got to make it weird? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what I'm here for, apparently. Um... <laughs> okay, so you slam... You, you put Red's hand on the spike with sufficient enough force <laughs> for it to pierce the skin and begin to drop blood, um, and right after that happens, uh, on the other side of this door, you hear a, it sounds like somebody throwing a bunch of books into like an open, um... what do you call them, like a steamer chest, like those big wooden,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it
1: sounds like that, uh, and like that being thrown down a flight of stairs. It's it's, it's very tumbly and and whooshy, and it it sounds like stuff is rushing towards the door, and at that same time, uh, th- there is an alarm that goes off. Uh, And what we're going to do is pan over to the other team, standing directly in front of these guards, looking at each other suspiciously, when the alarm goes off. That's (laughs) fine. Actually, I think we're we're probably going to be like 10 seconds before that, where there's just this really uncomfortable silence as uh, they are talking and signing to each other really quickly. Um you hear, uh, like you see one of them knock on the door in such a way, it's like, you know, like several knocks in some sort of sequence, and then you can hear something being slid over, like the door frame on on the other side. And and as they sort of, god damn it, why is my computer freaking out? It's either my, oh, it's the switch.
4: Do you need me
1: to unplug it? I've done so. Uh some stuff has slid over the door. Uh the guards have sort of closed ranks um in front of it. Uh their hands are now firmly on their weapons, and um blue is gonna gonna take a step to the side and look at you too suspiciously, uh smoke and crow, and say Yeah, the boss isn't expecting any visitors. Who are you really? And why are you here? And then bleep, 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 starts coming from far away and you know, you can almost hear the alarm like rolling down the, the hallway towards where y'all are.
4: Cool. Um yeah. So I don't I don't really have any other plan here, so I'm totally gonna kick off my ritual. Hmm i mean yeah. good
3: if if you'll permit me yeah. um to uh uh as the alarms go off and they start looking i will uh by my, my uh suddenly you know one of the guards from the door who opens screams uh he's like what?' You know, like what? And then just like, and then just pain sounds because my polecat is there, savaging his arm. Oh, arm. and then I start shooting them with my pistols.
1: Um, I'm trying to remember how to roll for a uh, what do you call it? Uh, cohort. Cohort using. Page 97 of the PDF. Roll their quality to see how it goes, or a PC can oversee the maneuver by leading a group action. If you direct the cohort with others, roll command. If you participate in the action alongside the cohort, roll the appropriate action. Quality of any opposition relative to the cohort's quality affects the position and effect of the action. So do you want to do this as a group action with both of y'all like engaging in combat with stuff, or... um. Do you want to, like, command it to attack? Or how do you want to do this? So by group action, do you mean me and Crow? or You and the polecat. A- a Gimble is yes. their name. Yes. So it could be you and Gimble. Uh, it could also be you and Gimble and Crow. If Crow is going to jump into the fray, um, that's up to y'all. Um, but... Um whether crow joins in or not, this is going to count as you leading the group action uh since you have to in order to use your cohort in that way.
3: I mean I think Gimbal is let me look real quick uh okay, isn't it it's your actions cohort expert hunter it says with quality equal to your tier plus one, so they would be tier two they would they be rolling two dice for hunting basically yes their quality is two so i can oversee them so i i mean i guess i was just more thinking like they're assisting me yeah so like they're like because there's there's what three guards right now was my mental image was there
1: three or uh there's three that were at the door and then there's blue yeah. who's with you so it's four to two right now or Right. So like there was, so like the,
3: the gimbal would be like going for the one furthest back to like distract them. And they're like, turning around, like what? Uh-huh. You know, in addition to the alarms, like setting them off. um, And then, so then like I get my pistols out and I shoot two of them immediately. And then I shoot two more of them because they're a fine pair of pistols, which gives me greater effect, you know, or yeah, it, it says with, uh, a, matched pair of handguns made for greater accuracy with double barrels that allow for two shots before reloading so easy peasy right
2: (laughs) maybe we'll see maybe that dandy podcast is released under a creative commons 4.0 attribution non-commercial no derivatives license feel free to share with friends but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work Please visit us at that or on Twitch or YouTube at thatd Podcast. Intro music is Undeniable by Ketza. Outro music is Dark Alleys by Kai Engel. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Ketza can also be found on KetzaMusic.com, while music by Kai Engel is available on Kai-Engel.com. Blades in the Dark is owned by John Harper and published by Evil Hat Productions. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.